This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So another guy that Tevin Colvin used to ruin things for was Raheem Mostert back when he was in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, Raheem Mostert is actually halfway or nearly halfway to his career high in touches <laughs> at 30 years old. We're only five games into the season. It's only been a few games with him being the guy. Um, but listen, like he continues to be a start right now. Like you know, I'm starting him as an RB2 this week. But, you know, and while he's healthy. But listen, yeah. he doesn't have, like, the best history in that regard, right? And I personally, like, I'd rather cash out now, like, while, like, everything is good, while vibes are all good with Raheem Mostert, you know, I want to trade up for a more reliable situation, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it goes the same thing with Jeff Wilson. Like, we know that's going to end at some point. Raheem Mostert, like, I hate to say it. And it just, like, is it really sustainable? for him to see 15 to 18 touches every single week for the rest of the year. Like, I yeah. I don't think so. Like, it's just not in his nature. He's already 30 years old. He's never done it before. So, yeah. you know, for for us to bet on that and not sell him now or not try to, I feel like, you know, we're being a little disingenuous, you know? So I want to trade up for a more reliable situation if I can. Yeah, and you hate to bet on like an injury happening. And that's not necessarily what I'm expecting or, you know, projecting to happen. But um, if you can't come up with another reason, you know, to offload Raheem Mostert, consider that going into the season, none of these running backs had any kind of value. So if you picked up Raheem Mostert and now he's performed all these past two weeks, you know, you now have much more value than you had going into the season. And this is something that could change on a dime, as we've seen. We thought Chase Edmonds was the guy and now he's not. It's not to say that he can't come back on. You have a guy that's produced. I think he's had um, a solid workload, you know, the past two weeks. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to call out too many numbers, but I think he's been over double-digit fantasy points two weeks in a row. Yes. I don't I don't think that, you know, he's going to get much more valuable than he is right now. I think there's a much better chance that his value depreciates than appreciates moving forward. And like we said, even if he does continue to play well, I'm not sure if it's going to be at this level. So you have value now. Get rid of it, <laughs> you know. Take that value, make it more permanent. Go get yourself a better player. Um, because Raheem Mostert, he's done well for you the past two weeks, but this isn't a uh, sustainable backfield. There's too many guys in the backfield and too much turnover right now in the offense um, for me, you know, with the quarterback situation to really confidently say that, okay, this is going to continue the rest of the season. Um, now is the time to sell. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. A guy that I want to hold, not trade, not buy, not sell, Listen, he's so cheap right now. <laughs> Najee yeah. is way too cheap to sell right now. Like, you're likely not going to get much back. Jalen Warren, he's eating into his workload. But, you know, nine of his 10 opportunities, Jalen Warren's opportunities, came in the fourth quarter. The game was out of hand. Not to say that, you know, Jalen Warren won't get more opportunities going forward because he does look good. 
but you know we kind of have to pump the brakes like on that argument right um in terms of like what this snapshot actually looked like and what the real snapshot was um listen i'll say this like i'm not optimistic on Najee harris but there is a mm-hmm. chance that he can return rb2 value for you for the rest of the season with the offense improving a little bit behind kenny pickett yeah um i talked about this in the offseason like this year i talked about this when harris was coming out of college he was never an efficient guy like he was yeah. capable of handling a large workload which is what he did last year and now it's catching up to him like maybe it's because of the injury uh but regardless like he needs a large workload and or a good offense for him to be able uh to be a high-end fantasy player um so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what his work looks like in the pass game this week, assuming they don't get blown out at home. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at Preciser here. They're um, according to them, they're five point underdogs at home. And, and we'll see what the true split looks like between Najee Harris and Jalen Warren this week. Right. And you pinpoint the two things that he needs, you know, to produce pretty well is that it's, it's a, def- a decent offense and a slightly better workload. I don't think he's going to get that. You know, I think the Steelers offense is bad. We're now looking at Najee Harris where I had him, you know, I had him pretty high in my rankings. I was pretty bullish on him. Um, The offense has really just tanked this season and that's hurt Najee Harris a lot. They've been playing from behind a lot. So the game script has been working against him. Najee Harris's value is now down in the Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers range, you know, where he just isn't producing, you know, even when he does get, touches you know it's not spectacular at all it's mediocre production at best and i hate to hold it against Najee harris but you know you said that he hasn't been efficient it took a like a massive workload for him last season to have such a good fantasy season like he did last season and i think we're seeing you know that he might be workload dependent as a running back especially in this offense um i, I don't like Najee harris's value at all you know you can't trade him you can't move him you can't get rid of him you can't buy him because there's no reason to buy him and his upside there hasn't been any upside flash. So nobody's going to buy him. Nobody's going to sell him. Like you said, he's a hold. This is like the hold of the season. I mean, you're just kind of stuck with him now if you drafted him. And obviously, we were hoping for much better uh, production from him, but that hasn't been the case. Uh, you you, ha- you just have to hope that things turn around. That's that's all that's left to do with Najee Harris. I hear that, man. It's sad to say. Now, I, I-, I will say this. Like, I want to know... I want to get a gauge. Whoever has Najee Harris, and I, I didn't draft him, draft him anywhere. However, I want to get a gauge from everybody who has Najee Harris in my leagues. How cheap is he? I want to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather hold Jalen Warren, and if I have him, I'm not worried about it. But I want to see how cheap Jalen uh, Najee Harris is. I'm like, hey, like, what is it going to take for me to get Najee? Like, hey, mm-hmm. like, uh, can I give you? Uh, can I can I give you? I don't know, Zay Jones. You know, like you need a receiver. Can I give you, you know, these random like players who, you know, are like fringe, like waiver wire guys or like, Mm -hmm. you know, guys who might be more valuable to that team than Najee Harris, you know, and people want to cut their losses because the trades that I have been seeing, the trade questions I've been seeing around Najee Harris, people are ready to just cut them. Cut their losses. Yeah. (laughs) People are way possible. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. I want to get that gauge because if if that gauge is like super super duper low, I'll buy it. I'll buy yeah. it. Like whatever. Like I'll throw them on my bench. Worst case scenario, see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Here's an interesting um, proposal. If you had Najee Harris and someone said, "I'll give you James Robinson for Najee Harris straight up," would you do that? Yes. You think so? 
even even with you know the workload split a little bit weird in Jacksonville. I think I think James Robinson will continue to be involved there. I think the offense is better. Um, I think as long as game scripts are working in Jacksonville's favor, I think you know that James Robinson is still going to have his games, and I think that is more likely than that James Robinson is going to have games, good games. Like we, he's proven that he's capable of that, right? This season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, James Robinson's efficiency is also going down. He has a very talented back, you know, alongside of him at this point. I was going to say behind him, but not anymore. Um, mm. But you know, I'd rather have James Robinson because he just looks better. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's a situation where I'm willing to sell Najee, right? Yeah. Uh, but in most situations, I think I don't think anyone's going to offer James Robinson for Najee. <laughs> you no, know what I mean, but it, yeah, so the off chance, you know, I, I'm just trying to think. Oh yeah, so, like, no, I he's hear you. Borderline for me, you know, I, I think he's, I think James Robinson's borderline for me. Where borderline where I'm happy starting him, and borderline where I'm just like, you know, I'm not sure. Because you know, Travis I'm not saying I'm happy. I'm ha- I'm not saying I'm happy signing James Robinson. That's not what I'm saying. Like, right. I, because are that's you, good. that's the, that's saying that I'm somewhat close to being happy to trade away Najee ha- to uh, start Najee Harris, which I'm not. Right, <laughs> right. We had our we had Najee Harris as our RB31 going into last week. You yeah. know, in, in our live on Sunday, I moved. Uh, who was it? Raheem Mostert was that? Who I have it? Thirty-one. Maybe? I think I moved Raheem Mostert from like 31 to 30. It might have been. And yeah. then I moved like Najee Harris to 31. And, and um, he was just outside was... of her top 30. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. But anyway. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Uh, let's get into like just a couple questions before we leave here. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just a couple like trade questions if I see any. Henry here is asking a lot of Kyle Pitts questions, right? Henry or Henry Michaels asking, would you trade Kyle Pitts for Devin Dubinay? No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't it's, either. It's funny because we were just talking about Najee Harris and I called him the hold of the season. And now it's like, okay, Kyle Pitts is the exact same thing, just in tight end form as Najee Harris. <laughs> you know? yeah, who you, you, who would you so, rather have, Najee Harris or Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts. I think there's a better chance. The offense isn't as stagnant in Atlanta. Um, and Really? I, so tough. To, no, I don't think, I don't think it is. I think the offense is a little bit better in Atlanta than it is just because the offensive line, um, you know, has shown improvement in Atlanta. You know, I, I think that Kyle Pitts has a better chance of getting back to um, where we'd like him to be than Najee Harris, just because the Steelers Talent. offense is, is yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, like you said, Kyle Pitts, he's Talent a unicorn. Too. Najee Harris, you know, he he's, uh, like we said, we a, a volume guy, not, what's his name? Um, Kyle Pitts, you know, you, you don't want to call him relying on volume because he hasn't gotten volume. <laughs> but uh, he he is a unicorn. They drafted him fourth overall. You can't really discount that at this point in his career. It's, it's his second season. He hasn't been used like we want him to, but I think he, he very well has it in him to turn it around. Night America's asking, would you trade Christian McCaffrey for Jonathan Taylor, 10-team PPR? The answer here is no. Christian McCaffrey, 
Yeah. Go ahead. As- assuming that you're getting Jonathan Taylor in this trade, I would say no. <laughs> yeah. If I see the question, would you trade McCaffrey for Jonathan Taylor? I'm assuming you're giving t- McCaffrey, getting Taylor, and I would not do that. I, I want McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah. has been getting it done. Jonathan Taylor has not. This is the reason why we were drafting Christian McCaffrey number one overall. Yeah, this, over th- Jonathan this Taylor. Over Jonathan Taylor. The range of outcomes was much wider for Jonathan Taylor as, you know, g- given his role. We're really depending on that early down role. Didn't work out yet. That being said, I am buying low on Jonathan Taylor. Like, if you can get Jonathan Taylor somehow, I would do that. You can buy him low. And yeah. he could have easily been in this segment, uh, you know, on, on this show. Yeah, um, it's funny because, you know, Jonathan Taylor is have... in games and Christian McCaffrey is not. <laughs> can you predict injury, guys? No. No. You cannot. Even um, with the history that McCaffrey had. You can't. Even with the history. Okay, McCaffrey, like, and plus, like, the injuries, you look into the injuries themselves, too. That's important. And understand yeah. that the injuries that he's had just been unlucky injuries. Straight up. Yeah. Well, should I trade? A Val, Val's the goat is asking. Self-proclaimed goat. Should I trade Marquise Brown for Garrett Wilson and Devontae Adams? Who would you rather have, Devontae Adams or Marquise Brown? Just them two. Forget about Garrett Wilson for a second. Yeah, I, I think this is a yes. If you're getting Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson, yeah. I, I'd rather have Devontae Adams. 100% Same here. Over Marquise. I'd rather have Devontae Adams. And if you're getting Garrett Wilson as well on top of yeah. that for Marquise, I'd do it. I do it. The whipped cream on top. You just got it. <laughs> 100%. And we were talking about in yesterday's episode or Monday's episode that I'm buying Marquise Brown right now. Like, yeah. people are afraid with Hopkins coming back. I'm buying. And I just posted a video on my Instagram. That very thing. I'm, I'm not selling Marquise Brown for chump change. But this right here, solid. Solid. Because there's still room to grow for Garrett Wilson as well. Yeah. Let's get to one more trade question. If I see any here. Here we go. That's a good one. CJ Chris is asking Amon Ra and Melvin Gordon for T Higgins and AJ Dillon. This is pretty easy for me. Yeah, it's pretty easy for me too. The Amon Ra side, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Get the, get, get the best player in this deal. That's Amon Ra St. Brown. Melvin Gordon's the cherry on top. AJ Dillon, you know, he's relatively unplayable right now. You can play him, but you're kind of hoping for a touchdown there. T Higgins banged up. Yeah, Amon Ra, pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. I think that'll do it, guys. Thank you so much for joining. Um, actually, you know what? We got another trade question here. Another one. Yeah, this Come one in. just came in. I was wondering if you were going to throw gonna, it up there. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Austin Smith. Austin Smith's asking, should I trade C.D. Lamb for A.J. Brown and Kenneth Walker? The answer here yeah. is yes. Yes. You do. Uh, A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb are going to be in a similar tier. I think CeeDee Lamb is in a little slightly slightly higher tier than A.J. Brown. However, if you're going to get Kenneth Walker as well, who could be a low-end RB1, high-end RB2 at the very least, I'm doing it. Yeah. This is a great that, trade. That's two quality players for one, you know. And there you go. You can't, you can't pass that up. Uh, if it was CD for A.J. Brown straight up, I would say no. Um, CeeDee Lamb and A.J. Brown are very comparable, I think, in terms of their value right now. Uh, CeeDee Lamb could, you know – his value right now might be a little bit lower than it will be in a few weeks once Dak comes back, but you know you can't pass it up. This fills two holes on your roster, assuming that you have holes on your roster. But um, you know you might be getting two quality starters um for one. I mean, you can't 100%. pass it up. What about this one? Would you trade Jeff Wilson right now for Miles Sanders? Yeah, 
and not because I like Miles Sanders that much, but just because I see Jeff Wilson's um, value just kind of falling off a cliff eventually. Exactly. <laughs> you know, with, you know, with Elijah Mitchell coming back at some point, you know, Miles Sanders is pretty much getting the same type of workload Jeff Wilson is. The only difference is that yeah. Sanders isn't being used uh, inside the five-yard line as much. I think among all players, <laughs> do you know who is leading the entire NFL out of any position, even running backs, in terms of carries inside the five-yard line? Jeff Wilson. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. So Miles Sanders, yeah. he's taking all of Miles Sanders' opportunities. Uh, it is what it is. Though. At least Miles Sanders, hopefully, if he stays healthy, he can help you, you know, at least later in the year, right? Like, you, you'll have a whole year of Miles Sanders, hopefully, he, if yeah. he can stay healthy, right? So, yes, I, I would make that deal. However, I'll say this. If you need a win or two, like if I'm like two and three right now and I need a win, one and four, I'm going to I'm gonna try to get those wins with Jeff Wilson. I'll say that. Yeah. I think that's I think that's true. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you could rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would mean the world to us. Uh, we appreciate you guys as always. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to do quarterback rankings and running back rankings right here, 9 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube and on all platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. See you later. Peace.